Entrepreneurs Board of Investors is challenging America to pitch the next big idea during a 60-second pitch. Welcome to the boardroom. I'm Kim Farrell. I'm a serial entrepreneur, investor, and best-selling author. I'm Mark Randolph. I was the co-founder of Netflix and six other companies. I'm a mentor, an investor, and host of the podcast, That Will Never Work. Dre London, founder and president of London Entertainment, serial entrepreneur, amongst other things, international vibe curator. My name is Peter Goldberg. I'm the founder of PLG Ventures, which is an early stage venture capital firm. And I'm also the host of the show. It's Entrepreneur Elevator Pitch, presented by Amazon Business, with support from State Farm and T-Mobile for Business. Today's episode is all about female founders. Let's hear the first pitch. I started Aisling Organics at just 21 years old. You have to be confident in everything that you do, and that's something that I learned at an early age. And so I'm excited to be here today to inspire other young female entrepreneurs that they can be successful too, as long as they're confident in their own abilities and their success. I actually don't often prepare my pitches. I go off cuff because I feel like it's the most genuine way to do it, and I know my numbers and what I do by the back of my hand, so it's not something that I really think about twice. Your 60 seconds begins now. Going up. Hi, my name is Krista Lewis, and I'm the founder and CEO of Aisling Organics, which is a revolutionary line of high performance and organic makeup. I started the line after unfortunately having severe migraines and nausea for years and found out that the culprit of all things was my makeup. I couldn't find anything on the market that was truly pure and really worked, which led to the concept. So I worked with a lab for years to create unparalleled products that basically were formed with herbs and crushed plants that helps the performance elements in ways that minerals can't, which our other competitors are doing. We have a lifetime value of $116 and done over a million dollars in sales. But let's play a game. Two truths, one lie. My family owned a company that was actually acquired by a huge beauty conglomerate. Second, Aisling means health in Irish. And third, I was Young Entrepreneur of the Year. I'm seeking $350,000 in exchange Five, for $3.5 million cap three, of my convertible note, two, which is essentially 10%. One. Thank you for your time. Time's up. She was smooth. That was an impactful, impressive pitch. Kim, what do you think the one lie was? I think it is that her, she sold to a beauty conglomerate, I guess I'd say mm -hmm. is a lie. What'd you guys think? I did get a little lost during some of the pitch in terms of, I didn't see anything that was unique or that struck, struck me right away as unique. What do you think? I don't know, call me old fashioned, but I don't like that two truths and a lie thing. I mean, you have 60 seconds. You have a lot of information. I would have preferred three truths. Good point. I think Dre brought up the key thing. There are thousands and thousands of skincare and organic skincare company. Did she say anything compelling enough on why hers stands out versus the rest of the pack? And I think that's the question we need to think about, and it's time to vote. So it looks like, Mark, you're the only one that wants to hear more. Let's open the doors. Welcome to the boardroom. <laughs> Hi, investors. Hi, so Krista. nice to meet you. I'm Krista. So you had some mixed reviews on the two truths and a lie. You only had 60 seconds and you used a lot of that time for that. But 
Mark still wanted to hear more and voted to bring you in. So I'm gonna let him kick it off. Sure. So you mentioned, I think you had a million dollars in revenue. Yes. Over how long? It's about four and a half years. Over four and a half yes. years. How much did you do last month? Um, so last month we did about 20,000. 20,000? Last year, we did about 319,000, which was 19% growth over the last year, which I'm extremely proud of, of course, with COVID. This year, well, as of last year, everyone went online for their on online advertising. So the cost to acquire customers spiked. So I had two choices. I either had to raise significant capital to be able to sustain that, or I had to pivot my business in order to make sure that it was as profitable as possible, which meant taking a couple of steps back. And so I can see that you may have concerns around that, but let me tell you that you don't have to have concerns about me as an entrepreneur because I pivoted and it was the right decision. From now, we're adding organic marketing into the mix, which is helping that marketing mix. So you do bring up a good point, which is the top line revenue is a little bit of an interesting thing, but sure. I really would love to know kind of the unit economics here. Sure. Specifically, you said $116 lifetime value. Did I hear that right? Yep. So what is the average order size? The average order size is about $40. About $40. So I'm getting, you're, you must have repeat rate is? About 50%. So you have to do about, uh, what's that, six or seven orders per customer just to get to $116? Generally, yeah. We have, most of our customers tend to eventually subscribe with us. So that helps with that lifetime value and ensuring that they do stay. What percentage of subscribers? Right now, probably about 10% and growing. Okay. And what are they subscribing to? They're just subscribing to get these products at their door every 30, 60, or 90 days. Do subscribers get a discount? They do. Okay. Yep. And do you have a hero skew? We do, absolutely. So the foundation by far is our number one seller. After that would be our mascara and our tinted lip oils would both come second. I want to know the lie. You're not going to lie? lie? Come on, I want to know the lie. I want to know the lie. What was the two truths and a lie? Oh. Well, does anyone have a guess? You don't want to play the game with me? <laughs> All right, I guess you were an entrepreneur of the year. Come on. Of course I was. The lie is actually that Aisling means vision in Irish, not health. And so our vision is that one day people will use the purest ingredients on their skin to promote optimal health. So Krista ultimately is asking for $350,000 for 10% of her company. Does anybody want to entertain an offer? I wanted to bring you up because I was intrigued, but as you might guess, I wouldn't know a uh, all-natural ingredients eyeliner if it <laughs> poked, me in, poked me in the eye. I was looking at it purely as if they were anything. Sure. Uh, and I didn't see the traction, I didn't see the kind of metrics that I would have been looking for that would have allowed me to get the confidence to do something I didn't really understand. So I'm afraid I have to pass. Well, let me tell you guys something. So I know that some of you are at nose right away, but I am a fighter. I ran for class president for three years in a row and I didn't win until the third year. People laughed at me. They said, why would you run again when you've literally failed twice? I tell you that I'm a fighter and I'll make this work. I promise you down the line, you will see the success that Aisling had and wish that you were part of it early on. And so I would really love to have one of you as a partner if you'd reconsider. I love her pitch, but I'm out. Come on, why? <laughs> why are you out? <laughs> Tell me. I don't know. It didn't. It didn't suck me in. There wasn't nothing different that jumped out and smacked me and said, "This needs to be bought from the store right now." Well, or maybe I don't know enough about makeup, but it's not. Do you I'm have not... makeup wearers in your life? Of course. 
Well, why don't we send them some product, and if they love it, maybe you would reconsider. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I think you are very resilient, and I do believe you will be a very successful entrepreneur. I think for me, it's too early in traction. So 20K in sales, I just think it's very early on, and I think once you get more traction, I definitely would be interested in seeing how I can invest. Thank you. And just to let you know, we had months that we were double, triple that. Tended. Yeah, and I think so, once you get the consistency, right? All right, some, some advice. Focus on the performance of one cohort. Because if you can demonstrate that that is flying, that's enough. Don't you think that is demonstrated, though, by the lifetime value being where it is and the rate No, it's, rate? Too, it's too early for me it to is. take a number it is. and do that kind of math. But that's the thing is when you only have a limited amount of time, you've got to pick that one critical thing which you know is your weak spot, but you know if you could, have come in and said, no, this 116 is, blows everything out of the water. It's an amazing job. And it's gone up. It's been a 108, 112, 116 over it the has. last three. That's the kind of stuff that would have made me sit up a little straighter in my chair and say, maybe you got something here. Well, let's talk about it. <laughs> Chris, <laughs> if you're right, Krista, you're spot on. Krista, I know I could speak on behalf of everybody up here. We all love your never die attitude. But today is not a deal to be made. And at some time, you have to also read the crowd and no one to cut it off. So once again, wish you the best of luck. Thank you very much. And we're gonna connect after, right? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I'm rooting Thank for you. you. Yeah, Thank good you very luck. much. Thank you. Thank you. She should have known coming in what her weak spot was gonna be. And I think the fact that she missed that is what totally turned me off despite the persistence. Yeah, she was more persistent than the numbers met the eye. Exactly right. That's exactly yeah. it, right? Yeah, well, this is business. At the end of the day, numbers count. At what point does an entrepreneur, and I'm going to say you, after the second no, the third no, the fourth no, that you just got to let it be? I'll go forever with it. That's how I ended up finding out about the migraines and nausea being correlated to my makeup. It took seven years. And so it's just in my blood to keep going until there's a yes. And if the no is continuing down one road, then I take a detour. Entrepreneur Elevator Pitch is presented by Amazon Business for every organization at every stage of growth. Now, let's hear the next pitch. We are uh, best friends and mothers. We've been working together for, for what, more than 10 years now? Yeah. And we decided to launch Rose Buddha together because we knew that we were very complimentary. Yeah, she's the one that really uh, take her time and think about everything. And I'm like the one that want to go fast and have a lot of ideas. So we are a good balance. In Canada, we watch Elevator Pitch all the time. We are very, very excited to be here. And we hope that the investor will uh, ouvrir la porte. Yeah, that means <laughs> open the door. Your 60 seconds begins now. Going up. Hi, I'm Max. And I'm Maddie. We are the co-founders of Rosebuda, an online ethical athleisure wear company. Each year, every person will use 102 water bottles that ends up everywhere. That's why we use only recycled and organic fibers. Our mission is to give people a sustainable option to get dressed. Our main product is the legging made out of recycled plastic bottles. In the past five years, we have saved more than eight millions of them from polluting the planet. Big players are not sustainable, and nobody will ever believe that they are. 
Rose Buddha has sold for more than $5 million in Canada only last year. This is why we know that people are ready for a change and here comes Rose Buddha. We are not only a clothing brand, we are also the most downloaded meditation app in Canada. We are Five, asking for $500,000 in exchange for 10% of Rose one. Buddha. Time's up. Water bottle leggings, meditation app, what did you guys take away from this pitch? A lot of energy, plastic uh, leggings. <laughs> Good give back component. And it seems like they're making money. The only thing missing from the pitch, I wish they had done that classic line, and boy, do people love these, and look how many we've sold, and give me some real sense of the business. And I hate to be a broken record about that, but that's got to be a part of an elevator pitch. It does, it does. Well, anyway, we have to vote, and let's see who wants to bring them up. Well, it looks like Dre and Kim want to hear more. Let's open the doors. Welcome to the boardroom. Hi. So, good news. You had Kim and Dre that voted to bring you up to wow. hear more. Thank you very so much. So, I'm going to let Dre kick this off. Okay. I heard plastic. I heard leggings. I heard five million in sales. I heard a whole lot of stuff that got me a little intrigued, a little interested. So let me hear. Let me see what plastic leggings or what rose butter and plastic leggings put together. Yeah. The clothing industry is the second most polluting in the world after oil. So it's a big problem. So that was our starting point. We wanted to offer an option, an eco-friendly and ethical, everything is made in uh, North America, uh, to the consumer. So we are using that fabric that we can make out of a plastic bottle and we do leggings with that and all other stuff are made out of natural and organic fibers. So is a five million in sales this year? This, this year, year, only in the French part of Canada. Wow. We started very small with, you know, 200 pairs of leggings. Say, oh, my family's gonna wear leggings for 10 years. <laughs> but in the day, we sold them all. So, okay, yep. there's, we thought there was a market, but there's really a market. So we ordered twice as more, much. We were sold out in two weeks. So we were sold out for almost two years. Every time we ordered, uh, we were sold out. How, how expensive are the leggings? We are selling them for 115 so same price. Mm -hmm. We have the same, you know, a target price than, you know, uh, big brands. Like Nike or something like yeah. that. Our profit is 65% on each leggings. And are you selling all online or in boutique? 95% of our sales are online. We well, are in about 100 stores around Canada, but 95% of our sales are online. So you're raising money. What are you going to use it for? Open new markets. Yeah, <laughs> we want to open to the rest of Canada and the United States. We need a partner that knows the market better than us and that can have that vision to help us get known. Because when people find us, they buy, they really do. Because it looks good, it's super comfy, highly technical and breathable, but they have to know that we are existing. And that's really hard and we know that. 68% of our customers are returning customers. And have you gotten any investment? Not at the moment. We oh. did all that Everything with the first $300 that we put on. So you guys went from $200 put in yourself to 5 million sales? With 1 million in profit. Okay, this is not making any sense. <laughs> you know. made a million dollars last year. In yeah. profit. Okay. Yeah. 
you ultimately had five million of sales. Yes. You have no existing investors, but now you want $500,000 and you're going to give up 10% of your company, which is only $5 million valuation. Yeah. What are we missing? We need you. We need someone that knows the market. We need someone big in, bigger than us uh, to help us. This is not about the money as much as aligning yourself for the expertise. Does anybody want to make an offer? I was I, I didn't vote to bring you up, but I've kind of come around, so I'm glad that uh, you guys <laughs> persevered. What you need, as you totally understand, is not the money. You need the expertise, and that's not expertise that I can help with. Um, and so I unfortunately need to back off and let you take money from someone who actually knows what they're doing in bringing a brand from Canada into the United States. Thank you very much. Thank you. I mean, I love the bit. It's actually, honestly, as you said, very impressive. You bootstrapped it. You guys got to hear. You are profitable. Congratulations. You've navigated just creating this company and it's purpose-driven, which I love. So I think that's a great opportunity. I think other investors will love that too. As an entrepreneur and a founder, I keep as much equity as you can until you have to dilute yourself. So I would invest 100K at the 5 million, not to dilute you, just so I have skin in the game and I'd love to help you. Oh, wow, thank you so much. That's, yep, that's very, very interesting. Raise a deep thought over there. <laughs> I'm interested, I'm interested. I'm very interested. So make an offer. I mean, the only experience I don't have is bringing a company from Canada into America. But I definitely have experience in knowing clothing sales and knowing sales of products and selling a lot of merch, obviously. Um, okay. I'd put in 200. I definitely see uh, a sustainable growth. And I actually see their personalities can, will continue to sell this business. So you guys have two offers on the table. You're only allowed to choose one investor. You have Kim for $100,000 at the $5 million valuation, or you have Dre at $200,000 for the $5 million valuation. Which offer do you want to take? Okay, thank you for all your offers, <laughs> but we are going to go with, with Kim. Kim oh! <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you so much. Well, we're not done yet, because State Farm would also like to give you something as well. On behalf of their support for small business, State Farm would like to present you with $3,000 to help grow your business. What? Really? Oh my really? God! <laughs> Thank you so much! Oh my God! Now they have It keeps getting better! Kim uh, and State Farm. <laughs> Thank you so, Thank you so, so much. much. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. And when they came out of the elevator door, I really thought we were going to see a train wreck. <laughs> and, but little by little, I found myself going, oh, wow. It all was really, really impressive. And I think the lesson for me is you never know. Yes. And the lesson for them should be when someone says your idea is never going to work, that they don't know either. The lesson for you is learn how to bring clothing into the United States from Canada, because you would have been first <laughs> to get a deal. <laughs> Everybody loved the energy you brought in the room. Where did all this 
positive energy come from? At the beginning, this was for fun. We started the company because we were two best friends and mothers. And this is the energy that we want to keep doing that. Why were you more excited about the $3,000 <laughs> from State Farm versus the $100,000 from Kim? It's so surprising. Like, yeah, it was well, the we, element of surprise. The element of surprise. I Wait, mean, we had an amazing offer from two amazing people. We chose one. It was like, oh, another surprise. Like, oh my gosh. It's. So you got more than you bargained for. Exactly. exactly. We got more than we bargained for. And now, today's Main Street Hero of the Week, supported by State Farm. Lacey Fields, owner of Therapeutic Salon and Spa in Rockville, Maryland, teamed up with a local nonprofit to create an event that offers free clothing, shoes, housing resources, and free haircuts to homeless people in her community as a way to help them prepare for job interviews. Thank you for being our Main Street Hero of the Week, supported by State Farm. Learn more at statefarm.com slash smallbusiness. Now let's hear the next pitch. I started Well Traveled because I felt like the current tools on the travel in the travel market today aren't really serving the needs of a more modern, tech-savvy generation of travelers. And I also wanted to build a site from a female perspective. We are female-founded and 70% of our members are women. We built a site that is by nature social. And so you can engage with other members, you can connect with other members, you can share feedback on places you've been. And that's kind of been really core and central to, to everything that we're doing on the site. Your 60 seconds begins now. Going up. Hi, I'm Sam, and I launched a travel tech startup in the midst of a global pandemic. Now that might sound crazy, but there has never been a bigger opportunity for innovation in the travel space. The idea for Well Traveled was born out of my own frustrations trip planning, looking through countless blogs and TripAdvisor reviews, only to end up in a tourist trap. I just wanted feedback from travelers I could relate to. So we built Well Traveled, a community and booking platform designed for a new generation of travelers. Our platform is recommendation-based, which means we help you find the places you actually want to go, vetted and reviewed by a community you can actually trust. And it's working. Uh, since launching our paid membership subscription in April of 2021, we're growing at a rate of 50% month over month with 70% of those new members coming from existing member referrals. We're raising a $3 million seed round with a $300,000 allocation left in this round. This money will be going to uh, launching our mobile app, growing Five, our community, and investing four, in our product development. Three, We'd love for you to join two, us on this journey. One. Thank you. Time's up. Well, I know everybody in the world wants to start traveling again, so there's no doubt there's pent-up demand. But what did you guys think of her pitch? I actually thought she did a great pitch. I thought she well articulated the opportunity and the ask. She said one line which I love to hear in a pitch was, which was, and the results are showing, and pivoted quickly from a description of what she did to some evidence of what kind of traction she's getting. That's a perfect pitch in my uh, estimation. I like the pitch also. So straight to the point, direct, and very confident. Very confident, I agree. Well, anyway, we need to vote and see if we're going to bring her up. Well, it looks like all three of you are ready to go on a vacation and want to hear more. Let's open the doors. All right. Yes. Welcome to the boardroom. Hi, Sam. Hello. Hi. Good, how are you? Great. So you had three thumbs up from all the investors that all wanted right. to hear more. Great. So I want Kim to kick this thing off because she has some questions for you. 
Yeah, I love the idea and the opportunity is ripe, especially right now. So I guess my questions would be, how many members do you currently have and what is the membership cost on yeah. a monthly or annual basis? So we have 300 paid members right now. However, we have over 1,100 total members, and that's because we launched a beta in 2020. So we grew that initial base over that period of time, and then since April have now grown to 300 paying members. And the fee is $150 per year. So I like the idea, but I've heard that idea a lot. Mm -hmm. Why do you think that other companies have not been able to do this and that you, in fact, will? So for us, that's why we're so focused on community at its core. The site is very much designed more like a social platform. So you come in and immediately there's an activity feed of what's going on. And, you know, the way I think about it is like, you look at Yelp, TripAdvisor, right? Those sites have been designed from this very like engineering-centric notion of like directories. But that's like not really how people make decisions. Like you make decisions based on what your friends think. And so we're kind of flipping that narrative to make discovery more about people again. And like, what is your community doing? And I think that's really going to be the, the future and how you're successful. The only thing I'm thinking, so subscribe. Basically, I'm going to subscribe for advice where to go on vacation. Kind of. Because the other part of the business is building out this market, this two-sided marketplace for hotels. Hotels are basically in crisis mode. They're held hostage by OTAs, so Expedia.com, Hotels.com, that take typically up to 25% commission. Um, whereas with- Well-traveled? We take 10% commission. Okay. So you um, are an OTA as well? To some degree, yes, but we feel like there's this huge white space in the middle between OTAs that are really taking advantage of hotels. There's a lot of really bad brand dilution for them. And then you've got travel agents that hotels love working with them because they bring them premium clients. Those clients spend money at the bar. Like, it's this great experience. So with us sitting in the middle, it's like, hey, I have this big audience of your exact target demographic that you want to talk to. You can pay us a lower commission, and I'm able to do that because I'm taking the subscription revenue. So the capital you're raising, three million and 300K left available. Yep. And what is it going to be used for? So this is going to be going into launching our mobile app. That's the number one request that we do get from members. As well as investing in the community. You know, I think there's a lot more that we could do. And then obviously investing in the product development and the technical side of it. One last question. What's evaluation? So we are in negotiations with a few different lead investors around the valuations. So I'm not totally comfortable talking about that. That said, it will be upwards of $20 million. Well, that I have to ask a follow-up question. Sure. How do you know that you have $2.7 million locked and loaded if you don't even have the price negotiated? Well, because I've gotten all my commitments up to date and then I'm working on the price point with the lead. It may end up being a little bit more than $3 million that comes in, but again, depends on the terms. I'm not giving away more than 20% of the company. Okay. So Sam is asking for $300,000 to fill out her maybe $3 million round. Does anybody want to play in this game? I think it's a great opportunity and you have great early traction, but given the high valuation and very early revenue, I'm out. So I, the reason the alarm bells are ringing for me is a couple things. People have been trying to solve this problem for a long time, yeah. I promise you. I need to know that you know where the holes are that other people are in so you don't fall in the same hole yourself. And I really haven't heard that. The second thing is I'm issues is focus is you have to do everything you can to get that connection to work. 
And the two-sided marketplace and the monetization, that should come very, very secondary to proving that you really have this sustainable model with consumers helping each other find travel. And because of the fact that for an annual subscription, you have to use it a lot, means you have to have friends all over the place and lots of people all over the place in order to have ones you connect with. It's just a very tricky one. And I know you can dismiss a lot of the things I'm saying, but uh, uh, it's just a long way. I, I had to give you a more detailed explanation of why, yeah. unfortunately, I have to pass. Yeah, and I appreciate your feedback. Dre, for me, same thing, it's class. I don't know, the, the numbers and add ups, there was a lot of things I had to imagine. And uh, I don't like investing in imagination. I like investing in clear, calculated risks. And I felt like I was imagining what could be. And I don't want to invest into something what could be. I want to invest in something that's clear, taking me straight to the bank every day. Well, unfortunately, there's not a deal to be made today, but we wanted to thank you for coming in. Yeah, of course. Uh, we all are wishing you the best of luck, and we're rooting for you to prove it. everybody wrong. All right, thank, thank you. you so much. Take thank care. You. Thank Good you. Good luck. Yeah, thanks. thanks. It's such a classic startup problem where you see this thing so clearly and you dream it, but that's not enough sometimes. Yeah, I think sometimes as well, you have to really do your research before going in and look at the competitors, look who's in that market. I just couldn't see where spending $150 a month, was it a month or a year? Yeah, annually. Annually a year to have a conversation about where I should go. So you had all three investors give thumbs up to bring you in. Mm -hmm. What would you have done differently once you got in the room knowing what you know now based upon their feedback. Yeah, I, I don't know that there's much I would have done differently. I, it doesn't seem like it was a fit for them, and hey, that's okay. I, I, I don't take that personally, and it was really great to meet everyone, and um, yeah, I think I gave it my best shot. On the next Entrepreneur Elevator Pitch. Today's episode features only minority founders. And for us, that's goals as fuck. Who wants in? I'm starting a dispensary focused on women of color, and the <coughs> and we're opening in Uh-oh. You can do it. Come on. Get back on track. I can't believe this. And to apply for season eight, go to entrepreneur.com slash elevator pitch.